Was that a joke? That was a horrible image. It's just the way Happy looked at you. So he butters you up. I don't know what to say. He to just that. he rubs the butter. He on rubs the he rubs the butter on he your rubs skin. The lotion on. And he sticks in the potato again. That is a great way to start a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. Butter, 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 butter. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we butter up Kathy's nose no, and don't. stick potatoes in with sex oh, and God. perversion. Recording Ew. live. From, yes, thank you. Who said that? <laughs> said no, Ew. that was Mew. No, no I said it was Ew. Owl. Oh. Recording live from the Threshold Dungeon. Let me say my part. <laughs> In North Hollywood, California, in front of no audience because everyone is on a fucking mic tonight. Yay! Well, everyone has to introduce it's themselves the now. Yes. I'm Kathy. I'm Owl. I'm Lux. I'm happy. I'm not Ungerdell. <laughs> I oh am Count God. Boogie, and down on the floor we have Mew and Bunny, and it is just a fantastic Monday! I don't understand what they're doing together because Bunny is Service. just flat out on the ground. That's She's holding my foot. Ew. The lizard foot? She, yeah, she Well, lizard foot has a sock on it. Oh, I see. My eczema is not shedding, Kathy. Eczema? Uh, my eczema. I think that's what it is. That I don't know. It just makes it, me think of eggnog, and I'm now doubly disgusted. Now you. Yeah. Now <laughs> I can just get. You know. You know how you scrape. Uh, no, raw, no, you, no. Let's nutmeg. Go, no, Red. Can we no, not go there? No, can we not just, go there? No. You just scrape nutmeg. No. Now you're just scraping my foot into your eggnog. No. no. I agree with Lux no. on this. This is Stop disgusting. It. You were sick too. I was. Apparently, last so was week. Mew. Mew was very Everybody's sick. sick. Oh I my God! It. Do you want to hear what? I think I got it from them. Oh, no. probably. <laughs> do you want to hear the greatest Mew story? Mew's just getting over her sickness. Okay, so and she is so sweet because Mew just wants to be a helper. You know, she always wants to be a helper. So she gives me rolling pins because you know I'm dying. So she gives me rolling pins to circulate my legs back from the brink of of death or whatever. And so. I'm in a lot of pain and she's been having this cold and, you know, and it's like just this really just sniffle, sniffle, sniffles and just she didn't get the fever, but she had all the congestion and, and you know, sniffy nose and stuff. And so but she still wants to be a helper. And she's like, Daddy, can I give you rolling pins? I know you're in a lot of pain. And I'm like, yes, please give me some rolling pins. Thank you. And she gives me rolling pins. And then the danger happens. And she's like, you know, do you want me to stand on your back? And now remember, I'm on the bed, and then we have that metal shelf in the bed. So I'm like, I'm good. Okay, don't die while standing on my back. So she'll That's hold. An order. So don't die. And the whole time, I'm like, she's gonna die. She's gonna, totally gonna die. So I'm laying, you know, face down, and she starts. Little Mew starts walking on my back while holding on to this shelf. And I'm just like big shelf with all the stuff on it, right? And I'm like, okay, this is gonna be, this is okay because I need it. And she's like, and I'm like, okay, that's good. Walk a little higher, a little higher. And she's kind of like holding the thing and like leaning over. And 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 I'm like, oh, just don't die. But instead of dying, she did something extra special. And and I'm laying there, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm bald, so that's just all head skin, and. And and I and I'm laying there with my face down, and all of a sudden 
I feel on my head her entire nasal cavity drain <laughs> and dump her entire cold on the back of my head and then it splattered down my arm. And I... <laughs> well, that's a scene. This little teeny girl put like eight gallons of fucking musnot on daddy, directly on daddy's head. And I just go, oh! And she's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, oh, she's so laughing. So I was just trying to help. Instead of a neti pot, it's a daddy pot. And I'm yeah. just literally, I'm just sitting there and I'm so squicked out and I'm just like, oh, and I just, all I could say was that was fucking scandalous. And we just started laughing and I'm like, get it off me. And she's oh, hitting me in the head with paper towels and she's like, ah. I fucked you up, Daddy. <laughs> the look on her face. <laughs> oh, now she's just milking. So yeah, there's been a lot of sickness around here. Yeah, and just man, that was a feeling. That was a. It's pretty it disgusting. Good feeling. Buggy. So uh, I, I yeah. don't know what to say. I'm sorry. Just you know, yeah, it's pretty amazing. That's that's. I mean, if you'd had hair, maybe that could have. Yeah, I would have like. I would have been like, oh, what was that? You got it right on the skin. Did a piece of paper fall off the shelf? Did something fall off? She could have been like, oh, sorry. That was one of. Have to wash it out of your hair, and that would be even worse. No, it would have just dried. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's worse. It was dried when I had my mohawk. I could have made asteroids with it. You know. Either Knox gel or muse knot, you know, just both of them would just keep that thing standing you tall. Get a nice troll doll look. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it was amazing. Ah. It was amazing. So this is how we start the show. And yeah, this weekend, of course, there was lots of, you know, yummy uh, interactions with people. And, I didn't. I was sick all weekend. But uh, we yeah. didn't do much. I mean, it was just. You know, yeah. I don't care. Even if you did a little, it was still better than mine. And I, I just don't like Don't you, right you sick now. fuck? When you get all hot and steamy and you're First just like, oh, all, I'm going to die. No, that's disgusting. Second what? of all, I did not see Creative Explorer this weekend because he was sick and I was sick. Oh, my God. I know. It's the last thing I want to do is go over there and cater to him <laughs> when I'm sick. <laughs> Fuck that motherfucker. You, I can't go over without like, him. Yeah, ice cream sandwich, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You could have gotten back at him and pulled a mew. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Could have pulled true, a mew. Yeah. No, I would have. And that's that's what the term is now called, pulling a mute. And she did it like three other times, by the way. When you get snot on someone, it's called pulling a a mute. That's it. Mute. Look at her face. (laughs) Does it have to be specifically on the head, though? I think so. The back of the head. too. I think the back of the head should be pulling a mute. No, because she did it like three times. I didn't even say that. She's like leaning on my neck. She's like, "I love you, Daddy," and I'm like, "Oh." And she's like, oh, let me let me get that little, oh, little paper love towel. Cooties. I'm like, oh, my little so fluid. Disgusting. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very clear, very, shame very on you. not Look goopy. Just very <laughs> she knows yeah, how to Shame do on that. you for having a functioning human body. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Gross. So what else going on? <laughs> Is this this how we start? Oh, therapy again. Yeah. Are yeah. You back? Um, you I'm trying. Else? I'm just begging imaginary. Uh, gods of the universe that I thought you said my you therapist were get no well, I gotta wait my th- uh, uh, the therapist I had she went on maternity leave to go squirt out a kid and what did you do 
I didn't <laughs> look. I did not breach the patient client fiduciary obligation. Fiduciary. I mean, I just jerked <laughs> off in a petri dish while she had a speculum in. Well, there's a fiduciary obligation to not fuck your therapist, which I don't really care about. I think you're using that word wrong. <laughs> no, isn't doesn't fiduciary mean that like in good faith? I think it has to do with uh, money. Yeah, in, in real estate. I just thought I'm just going to, hey, I'm just going to use it. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to use it. So you haven't gotten therapy is what you're saying. I haven't. Well, I had. And then I'm like, okay, I don't feel welcome in this one. I'm just going to leave. And then all of a sudden they start getting a little kikapee. So now I'm kikapee. If for no other reason than we need, you know, the shrink tank back. Perverted pot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't that care is, about you. We just the need only, the segment back. <laughs> that is the only thing. Anyone else have anything cool that went on? Al has like cute out socks on. Oh, I do. They're those, like neon green though, which is not my color, but they're still cute. They're cute. They're they're, it looks cute. like the owl is like giving you a little foot It fetish. looks really weird from the front. A little foot love. <laughs> it looks very strange from the front. It looks like a, a little really foot love. Why is Lux talking not into the mic? I, I'm sorry, I got excited because the socks were cute. They're a scrub. The socks so in the front look like a really long tropical bird, like the one from Up. That goes, ah! Oh, you mean Kevin? Yes, no, Kevin. Yeah. Fucking Kevin. The she bird. <laughs> All right, this is it. Okay. This is the. We're off to a great this, start. Where is Unger? I'd like I don't to know. know. I don't he know. He just doesn't show Unger, up. Unger, Unger, Unger. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> Unger just got fabulous. <laughs> or maybe he finally cut off his own balls. He, he doesn't appear. <laughs> he listens to the show, by the way. He's going to hear this. Let's just, let's just move on into a topic then. Their life is the place where unicorns play, but then they fuck each other in the ass with their horns because that's the kind of freaky shit that happens on that life. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically <laughs> granted us permission to do so keep that snot off the mic mr man i think everyone should just sniffle in the mic the whole show and you want me to sniffle (laughs) in in homage to cat nobody can touch this mic is homage the wrong word to use homage what the hell's homage is it's 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 the way i'm not amish do you you ask a question and i answer it it's homage yes it is Thanks. Okay, let's You're get welcome. Moved. Thanks. Thank you. Whatever. Whatever. You're just now. You're just baiting for a Both fight. Both of you, please I go. And to your I'm rooms. not going to play. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Is, what's wow. the uh, what's the Bunny topic? Just came up out of the <laughs> the floor. Hello. She's like, I hate it when mom and dad fight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's no fan fiction of that. Oh, I don't want to know. So, Malachi wrote. This wonderful post. Uh, it's called No Expectations. By the way, when I asked her, can you know we use your post like I do to everybody? She's like, no. She actually <laughs> had heard it. She listens to the show. That oh, really? Was, yeah, that does not happen. <laughs> now <often>. she knows. <laughs> now she knows it's going bad. She says she's thrilled to be part of the podcast. And here's another amazing thing about her. She is 100% out. That is good. One, uh, like, wow, there's need, another one out there. We need, Yeah, there's like yeah. three of us. <laughs> There's like three of us. It's good. Uh, good to hear. She wrote a post called No Expectations in which he says, I think it's really important to differentiate between desire, expectation, and entitlement. Desire is wanting something. Expectation is a reasonable assumption that something will happen based on communication or consistent patterns of behavior. And entitlement is feeling that you are owed something. 
It's fine to want things. It's fine to expect things. And honestly, it's fine to feel entitled sometimes. Expectations aren't a bad word. They don't make you needy or high maintenance. They're a pretty basic, fundamental part of being in a relationship. But no one is a mind reader. So when something changes that would reasonably cause a shift in expectations, it's up to the other person to communicate. It's not up to you to have, quote unquote, no expectations, which to me is code for one person getting their needs met and the other person waiting around for table scraps. <laughs> That's the that was exactly... Are we all just barking now? That was... That was... <laughs> That was how I felt. When? when? I, well, reading it. Oh. Because it's just like, have, I don't know. I've heard, it's like this whole hippie movement thing that's just, it's like about as douchey as saying you have no limits. It's like, hey, we're not going to have expectations. Yeah. There's no expectations here. Hey, no, and look, and people are nodding. No expectations. Fuck you, you fucking emo douche. Fuck you. That's how I think. It's the same thing as saying, oh, I have no limits. Of course you have fucking expectations. You expect to not fucking have someone take a crap in your mouth. That's an expectation. That is Depends just, on the party. Okay, depends on the party. We don't allow that at Threshold. Um, but you know what I'm saying? I am There's, entitled to have no crap in my mouth. That, you are entitled. <laughs> now that's an entitlement. But it's just people come in and it's just they say these blatant things because they don't want to commit to the fact that you're having an interaction with another human. And so they want to say, oh, no expectations, basically, which which gives you blanket excuse to just be like, no, I don't really want to meet any of your needs and, and, you know, whatever, but you should still be here to meet my needs and do what I want. And it's just, it, it just Rude. comes, out, you, it comes off think, like hippie douchey. Do you think that's what it is completely? Or is that they're also a factor of like, they just don't, they're, they're a little afraid to even try and express their expectations because they're afraid they'll get rejected. That's absolutely. That uh, is absolutely. Curiosity. Yeah, I'm not talking in absolutes. I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking. Oh, okay. I'm always talking in generalizations. Yeah, yeah I figured that. Was but I mean, it's also thing. It's also a thing that's like that you're not willing to have a conversation about what your expectations are, which is going to end up killing everything that you're doing. Anything, and you've ex- all experience with that, where people have you know they just are you know, and and maybe it's because you're afraid of rejection. Or any number of valid feelings, but ultimately throwing that as a label in front of somebody, it stops all communication and it stops any understanding that there is an interaction between two people and you have needs in this and I have needs in this. And to kind of always be, hey, whoa, oh, no, whoa, whoa. Uh, we, we said there was going to be no expectations. And, and Kathy, you, um, this reminded me of you in some ways because you used to talk a lot about, you know, you had a very low profile with Creative Explorer, like, hey, right. we're not going to define a relationship or we're not going to you know, do this kind of thing and that there's not going to be as many expectations for this or that. But after a certain amount of time of going over and over and over to somebody's house and doing this similar things every time, that how can there not be some sort of expectation? Well, yeah, and it wasn't... There was an expectation. We had set up a very clear defined boundaries and I used to go over on Tuesday nights and that was my thing and I would sleep over and then leave the next morning and that was it because of circumstances uh, with his other relationships where he stopped spending time with his other with his primary actually um, 
over the course of two years, I found that I was going over there every weekend. I was being invited over every weekend, and but nothing was said. Sure. And so the expectation was still, look, you're supposed to come over this amount of time on uh, this very specific amount of time and and everything else is just gravy so don't expect more than that and yet after two years it's like you know a pattern of behavior has been set up right uh, and so i have every right to expect that that's going to continue and just because the words aren't actually spoken doesn't mean that the expectation isn't there it's not fair to me because um and this is a this is a much bigger discussion than what i'm i mean it, it was very a uh, very complicated and convoluted uh, thing that we had got, found ourselves in without even realizing holy fuck it's been two years i'm here every fucking week and maybe we should rethink and immediately we realized this and and sat down and but you guys talked through it exactly we said you know this uh, i we just didn't think we were just having a good time and and getting together every weekend and before you know it two years have gone by and uh yeah maybe it it's a good time to uh, set up some new expectations and let's talk about it and, and lay things out and, uh, you know. But if he would have in. come at, if he would have come at you, like, say, after two years and then a weekend comes up and you're like, okay, I'm coming over. And then he says no. And you're like, okay, but you may be a little bit disappointed because you're used to going over there and then he started throwing the shit like hey we said there was going to be no expectations would how would then that make I would you have, feel i would have said go fuck yourself you disgusting asshole i'm never going too, yeah. to speak to you again because that would be absolutely disrespectful to me and i would never want to hang out with someone who, who was like that no absolutely not that it, it really it would make me feel just like the the poster says like i'm just getting table scraps and i should be lucky right. to get yeah, what yeah. i get yeah no no that that is not something and i would I think, ever accept. and i think it's in the wording because i mean and, and it's in the wording that i heard that may be defensive because happy did point out um, some of the things that sometimes that my in my righteous anger that I didn't consider is that maybe a lot of times when I came in with the hey let's not have expectations I was still a communicator and I would still communicate and understand that saying no expectations didn't mean no expectations that there was kind of parameters we said that we're not going to work towards a committed relationship or we're not going to work towards this and you understand that people have that fear of commitment so when they say no expectations that maybe it's based off their you know their fears of that it it even seems to create almost a wall because then it's like you've already gone into this situation or relationship whatever you want to call it and there's this already set expectation of no expectation so who the person who wants to break that then is in a vulnerable position. Yeah, because now are I'm now the yeah, rejectable yeah. person. They're the ones that could be rejected from that. Right. I see this happen all the time with modern dating out in the vanilla world, where mm. people are like, "Oh yeah, no expectations. We don't have to have anything. Whatever. Like, be cool." And it's like, um. But then everyone's trying so hard to be cool that nobody's actually paying attention or trying to get what they want out of a relationship except for the people who are cool with like, yeah, just no strings attached sex and I don't have to worry about anybody else asking me for shit because it's the social norm now to be cool and not have expectations. Great. I feel kind of weird (laughs) sitting over here because I'm one of those no expectation people. But But you're a communicator though. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I... Like, I... I communicate my wants and needs and things like that. But I also go into things like, well, if it doesn't turn out this way, then that's 
fine and I'll just never do it again. So I'm, I, like, I, I like to go into things with no expectations because I don't like to be disappointed. And if I go into something without expectations, then I won't be disappointed. Can, can, can I ask, though, do you, do you have any sort of plan going into it in regards of what you want from it? I mean, obviously, there's ex- there, you're, do you you're want no respect? But what is if, you want if you go into a si- going into it in the first place? Here, I think what we're we're just nailing on the word. Okay. When you go into Al, when you go into a situation where you have a new lover or whatever, and you're saying no expectations, um, you're saying that, but you still want them to respect you, don't you? Well, yeah. You still want them to respect so your limits. Not completely, like see, no that's 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 okay. I think what's the thing that's annoying is. Is it's kind of like saying, "Oh, I have no limits." Well, yes, you do have limits. You just don't maybe know what all those limits are, and you don't know what the other person wants to do to you. But we do have expectations. There is always some sort of expectation for some sort of civil respect. I'll get to you in just a sec, Hammy. Some sort of civil respect between each other, a certain level of communication, and maybe the other person doesn't have that basic common ground, and that's where. By saying have no expectations, you don't communicate that. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, like say I did start dating someone new, and I'd be like, all right, I don't want to put a label on this yet. Let's just see where this goes. And sure. then if they end up not working out, like, after, like, a month or so, then I'll yeah, there's be a like, difference all right, between, sorry. Like, right. no expectations versus, like, you'll eventually have some expectations once you're I, into I, it. But as the starting off point, like, we don't know where this is going. Let's see. But then, like, the one you're hating on is, like, no, no expectations ever. That's, like, saying, yeah. like, no drama. I, I we don't want to talk about it ever. Th- those are mm. two different things. Sure. I think yeah. one of the problems is that a lot of people are using no expectation in the same regards when they're, like, no expectation. I think they don't finish. It's no expectation of a commitment. I think it's sure, what's important absolutely. to really. Because if you were to finish uh, that yeah. sentence, no expectations. No, 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 no. No expectations of a commitment. Let's explore and, and talk to each other and communicate what we will desire from one another. Right. But have this understanding that, like, just because we're doing that, we don't have an expectation of a commitment. And I think that alone, just adding that little in, helps the communication continue. And that's something that's, that's, con- that's completely okay to say, hey, we were going to say we didn't have expectations of certain things. You know, and then that can be reevaluated because you have every right. People fall in fucking love as bizarre and retarded as it is. It happens. So you are allowed to develop feelings. You are allowed to change your point of view about a relationship, even though you came in saying, oh, we're not going to expect a relationship. We're not. There is nothing wrong. You you need to understand that when you get involved with somebody and if you have a whatever you do is good, then there is a chance that there's going to be some bonding. And, and that's that has to be okay. You have to be okay. You may get rejected. The other person, which I've had a billion times in my life, to where the other person is like, I know we said you know, we weren't going to expect a relationship, but I've developed some bonds with you now, and now that is distracting and whatever. But like you said, you've, you've kind of discussed that but it shouldn't be that you don't. I'm, yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm in a position where I'm right now where I'm at. I'm letting people know anybody I'm playing with or doing anything more with is that uh, that you can't have an expectation with me beyond friendship at this mm-hmm. moment because I'm just not. In I'm that not going to be available for that. But but I am available to be a very good friend. Uh, you know that's that's just my position. But I try to be as commu- like you said. You have to communicate yourself. You have to communicate what your what you need your needs. I guess needs and desires need to always be communicated effectively. Yeah, sure. Lex, if you want to speak, you have to go to the microphone. I can't because 
Mew. Like, I, I cannot because my hand is attached to the Mew. mouth of a Mew. Is she recently Stop. vaccinated? Does she have her shots? No. Stop chewing Great. on Lux. Yeah, you need to go get a tetanus shot, Lux. <laughs> she just bitch Lux is all. I want to see. Great. <laughs> I like how you kind of go, you got that like backwards head dolphin thing going up towards the mic, but it's pushing out your boobs good, so I like it. Yeah, that was creepy, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to Perverted Podcast. She's like, ew. I had the expectation I would not be perverted about. You had a <laughs> shitty expectation. Your expectation Fuck is you. not I going to be validated here. Not at all. Not at all. Well, this is cool. This is cool. I mean, because that is something you hear a lot, and it is, I think kind of a modern uh, dating tactic that I I think is incomplete and I think is going to lead to a lot of uh, barriers and lack of intimacy because people are just going to use that as as kind of that cutoff. Like, oh, we're not going to do this because we said these rules. And socially, you're going to be rejected because you're somebody that, you know, oh, you had an expectation. You, you sh-. Like, we're trying to build... Like people that aren't flexible and don't have feelings and are going to be able to just stick with that. And I just, it kind of just sounds like a douchey way that people who just want to fuck can figure out how to manipulate people into fucking them without giving them any commitment. You know, because you're right, over time, things are going to change. And, 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 Happy's right. Being in the position where you're the one who then has to voice that now you have expectations, it's not a fun thing. I mean, after those two years of, we weren't just, I wasn't just there every weekend. I was, um, helping him organize his apartment. I was putting all this stuff in order. I was, you know, creating all, all of these systems that would make him live his life easier. And then he was going to be moving out. And he had, uh, and I had to be in a position where I said, look, I know you didn't expect this either, did I? But the mere fact that you have had me in your life in this way, organizing your stuff, making de- uh, decisions about things that go on around here, I'm sorry, but that means I've, I've kind of nested here. There's yeah. no way around that, and yeah, I didn't. So, yeah. I didn't want to say that. I didn't we are want a human to be that person. I, I wanted to be, be this something. this free, you know, person who does it. But I, I had to fess up. I had to stand up on the chopping block and say, I, I realize that you might say, thank you for communicating this to me, but I'm Get sorry, out. it's not <laughs> what I want. But I had to say Ew, it anyway. Feelings. I know. <laughs> I had to say it anyway, and I, it did turn out re- great because Creative Explorer, Explorer is a great person. And he said, "You know, I that hadn't occurred to me, and thank you for telling me. Let's talk about that." And 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 we we came out the other end with something that worked for both of us. And I don't think there's anything wrong on both ends of this conversation. I don't think you're you should be. Um, Castigated. Um, I don't think. Ooh, look at losing one of our vocabulary words. <laughs> I don't Daily think, double. I don't think you should be castigated for um, for having a feeling over time, even though you said we weren't going to have any expectations of a relationship. As, as happy added on, but I also think that it's important, uh, as you said, that it is also okay to say, "Hey, I'm still the same person that I was when I made this agreement." And I still don't feel like moving uh, any forward or changing anything. And I don't think that person should be shamed either because you did disclose. 
And I don't think there should be a problem with saying, hey, I disclosed who I am. Because then you get into the negative where somebody gets in a relationship with you or someone starts hanging out with you with that kind of idea, oh, I can change them and they'll change over time. Right. I mean, yeah. Which they, is a whole nother kind of. And it brings it back to that, you know, no means no and you only have to say it once. In a sense, like, you know, when you when you communicate that and the person continues to try to pressure and push and this and that, and, 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 and especially even when there's not time involved and really any sort of extra trust built into that, right. you know, when you shame them and, and, and that's just not cool in my opinion. Like you can't, you sh- it's just, it's terrible. No, I mean, I had to be okay. I knew perf- the reason that it was hard for me to say anything to him was because I knew perfectly well that he may very well come, come bo- back and say, sorry. And, and, and I couldn't, so and there would, there would be nothing so that I could say there. because I'm being honest with him and he's being honest with me. And that's just the way relationships are. So. How easy to How fix all this are. by having regular check-ins and discussions with your partners. No. Yeah. Well, and that it's okay and that it's okay to say, I do have expectations that you're going to respect me. And I do have exp- unless that your dynamic is that it's a complete degradation relationship or it's a Tinder swipe and hey, I'm coming in and fucking and and that's it. But anytime you're going to continue to see somebody after that initial and even in that initial thing, I am expecting that I'm not going to be raped. I'm expecting that I'm not going to be murdered. What? That is those are reasonable <laughs> expectations. Well, I guess. Uh, you know, to have, but ultimately it it is just something that some simple checking in and validating the other person's uh, you know, you have a right to feel this way after, especially after time. Once there's been some time, you you have the right to say, okay, maybe there's been some bonding. I mean, you can watch a million YouTube videos on psychology and bonding and primates and animals, and we're animals. And so things do change, and you're allowed to have those change, and the other person is allowed to not change. But it's just... It's a hard one. It is a hard one, and but it's pretty easy if you just... You know, kind of talk well, a little bit. Yeah, but feelings are a bitch. That's yeah, true. They well, totally are. The other half of that is being able to tolerate rejection gracefully, oh. because not being able to do that means mm, I don't want to check in because I don't want to find out if they really, really don't like this fetish. I'm just going to ignore the problem until it festers. Great. Yeah, yeah, but that's on you because now you've you've perpetuated. You've not given them a chance completely to absolutely, uh, you know. Speak, speak for themselves. Yes. You've now created a relationship with another person that doesn't even really exist because you're not really even relying on their opinion to formulate Just your judgment. assumptions of. upon what you think they desire and yeah. want, and then you're reacting and behaving without ever actually knowing. Yeah, that's and called that's spinning, and, and it doesn't really work. No. I mean... God bless you if you can make spinning work. I've just never really seen having a relationship with yourself while with somebody else and pretending to have their thoughts and feelings. I was able to go a little over two years. Yeah. Good. Good run. Thank you to Malachi. Yeah, but at what cost? Yeah, at what cost? My enthusiasm. Your non-existent soul. God damn it! Thank Wait, you. we have a pee report. Yes, I want to thank Balachi for such a great topic because it really has kept up talking us talking for a while, hasn't it? it Everyone keeps giving us the wrap, the wrap, the wrap up. up. <laughs> I'm like, hey, fine, we're wrapped. Whatever. You don't have to do that. PP report if you don't. You what need. is what is the PP report? Oh, stuff we need to tell you about. Hey. Podcast news. There.
there. I have the jingle. Yeah, you do. Ready? That was just a fluke, wasn't it? (laughs) It just happened to be there. Sure was. You didn't put that up on purpose. (laughs) No, but it was there. I just wanted to say that I think I shamed our listeners. You did. By really <laughs> telling you did. them that You're they all disappointed me. We're only going to use Luxes. And I'm like, there's <laughs> other stuff there. Shouldn't we? There were a lot of... <laughs> Sometimes a, Kathy gets a little here. moody. And, well, uh, I, and that's listen, where you just let her have it. You know? I love doing this show. As you know, I'm here and I'm sick. So sure. I wouldn't be if I didn't love the show. But God damn it. I expect a lot out of our listeners. <laughs> You expect them to send it at this time. Send us your emails when I ask for suggestions. And boy, did they. We've just got a So we have a, can we? I just say. So the shaming worked? It It worked. In this case, the shaming worked. It's surprising how often that freaking works, which is why they always still do it. It's just usually uh, yeah, a bad but it's thing, a balance. But case, you know, there's a balance between a little shame a little and dude, then yeah. like, you know, See, just pushing someone a away. Just, just a little shame. Just, just, just well, a, little, a little shame works. A little social shaming. It changes behaviors. Oh, Peer that's pressure. not cool. That's an icky feeling. Oh, I shouldn't do that. Okay, so really, we, some of the I can't even go. I'm just saying we have a whole list. We I think well, for we the next sh- two years we're not going <laughs> to have to be digging for. So it. did we? Did we settle on a rap and two haikus for the pajama? The yeah, Christmas based pajama on Lux. Uh, not everybody. Okay, did. so you. So what you did is you didn't add. You didn't add those suggestions into the mix. You just now I have push a, them till a next backlog. Year, <laughs> a backlog, assuming we're going to live another year. That's a big assumption, Boogie. I mean, who or knows should we just how do Christmas haikus in March? No, they're not all holiday suggestions. Okay, majority of them aren't. So we all right. Got well, some thank you, stuff. perverted podcast listeners. I love our. Li- I'm sorry if I shamed you, but you, not really. You did they were just like, oh man, Kathy's yeah. really. Now you know what it's like to sit in my chair, kids. Uh, <laughs> is that it? What? Was that, <laughs> What's uh, that? Was that it? Yes. Well, I guess we're moving on to the next thing. Oh, when you find your love life waning and you might need some explaining, come to us for some fucking advice. <laughs> See, it's a new fucking some fucking advice. advice. Sounds like a circus. Okay. It's a new jingle. That's all I care about. <laughs> okay. That's all I care about. Thank you for the new jingle. Buddy. You're you're welcome. I'm sure the listeners. I don't will be remember very doing happy. it, but it, it's there. It is. What? So, so you literally don't remember doing it. I've Eat done your dream jingle. I've literally in the last eight months, Kathy. I've done twenty five, thirty whole songs. In the last three years, I've done like a hundred jingles. I don't remember all of them. A lot of jingles. Okay, I, I don't. I, I hear things and I'm like, I shit, sounds like did I write that. <laughs> sounds something like I would do. That's my voice. Unless I did it in my sleep. Some of them sound like I did. Gives jingle balls a whole new meaning. Let's. Oh, see, this is where we should. I just told moved. you not to give them <laughs> mics. Didn't I tell you, you not know, to Kathy, give them mics? Sometimes I just take a risk and it doesn't pay off. Uh huh. <laughs> A risk at Kathy's expense. Oh, exactly. Just, I'm going to mute them now. Nice. Mute. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. So I actually don't remember the name of this person. I wrote down the wrong one, but somebody wrote to us. They're very nice of it's them. So nice. First of all, this person says your podcast is a delight to listen to. You're doing a valuable service to the community. Not only do you demonstrate how easily kink can fit into one's vanilla life, how easy it should be to talk about kink, and how kink is a community above all, but you also provide a voice of reason. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love drunk listeners. <laughs> drunk listeners are my favorite fucking listeners. Yeah. That is the voice of reason. I, what did they say? I'm going to play video Weighing games. Weighing in on the very many subjects that kink involves. Thank you for that. So here's a question. And I, you rem- you'll remember this because you actually wrote back to this person. Oh, did I? Okay. She said, I help organize a kinky party in a rather quiet end of England. The event is okay. frequented by a few professional doms who... Together with their friends and clients form a sizable group. They arrive together, socialize <laughs> together, and then occupy a large section of the play, for to, play floor to administer impact play on one bottom or another. They've received a few warnings from the organizers over the course of the year for unacceptable behavior, which mostly boiled down to them being rude and disrespectful to other guests, loud and disruptive in areas where levels of noise should be kept to a minimum. Warnings have been issued. Their behavior continues to be a breach of etiquette. The organizer is at a crossroads. Ban or continue reminding of the etiquette. To ban or not to ban, ban. Boogie. Oh, my God. Too bad. Everybody's ban. weighing in. Ban. 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 To be provided with gags at the door. Yes. I um I have some very... Well, I have strong feelings about a lot of things. You do, and I, I do have strong feelings about this. And I'm going to... Here's, uh, a, here's the thing. Th- this I, this place in particular, I just gonna, I bu- I just bulleted some of these things. She says that the local scene... The, these are the cons to sure, banning. Absolutely. The local scene is clicky, and right. nobody will see such a ban as a punishment for breaking rules. It will be seen instead as a power move as us versus them. That is and an the, opinion. The organizer doesn't want to create a division or make any more drama out of the situation. Okay, that... And that's, that's where... You hold back and you have to look at the cons, especially the size of the city and whatever. Um, That is a possibility. Absolutely a possibility in a smaller community that so-and-so is going to be looked at so-and-so. But there are ways. First, let me, my opinion is you have to look at the future of your event. And if you are allowing people to come in and shit on your event that you put in time, first off, you're not going to have fun. And if you're not having fun, you're you're going to get bitter. And we've seen this at Threshold. What? That's bitter? 100,000 times. <laughs> if you have leaders that are bitter because people are flat out disrespecting you, you are asking them, you're saying, hey, we have rules at this party, please. And because they think they bring some people to your party, that they somehow have an ownership and the rules don't apply to them, that is a complete 100% middle finger to the people that are running uh, the event, and that is going to make you unhappy. It's going to make you bitter. It's going to make you resentful. And in the long run, that toxicity, that type of attitude, don't, no, uh, is going to uh, eventually push everyone out. Everyone is going to leave. And, and I've seen it in clubs before where you have people and the leaders don't want to make a move like that. And so. They kind of like, oh, we'll just hope it'll end. And it's not going to end. And people are like, I don't want to be disrespected. And I don't want to be around disrespectful people. And I don't want to be around entitled bitchy people. And it would be worth it in the long run to end that. And to set up, which we did at Threshold. Because we had a lot of snobs and a lot of people that were in here and acted entitled. And don't you know who I am? And I built this community and all that fucking shit. And we told them to leave. We said, no, you don't get to do this. And there was fights and people talked all sorts of shit online and we just ignored all the online stuff and we let the toxic people leave and people said, 
people came out of the woodwork and they said, thank you. Thank you for making this place not toxic. And I think that's an important thing to bring up, the people who come out of the woodwork, because you're hearing from a very vocal group here, but what you're not hearing is the people who, they don't want to say anything either. They don't want to, but I guarantee you they're there. I guarantee you there are people there who are going to be happy that you take this step because they're not happy with this behavior either. I mean, she says that these people disrupt the... The party, yeah, just, those people are waiting for you to step up and say, you're not going to do that at my Because event. then they're not having fun. And ultimately, nobody is in this. Well, okay, some people are in this because they take themselves really seriously and they think it should be this religion and should be done this way. Most of the people that are going to go to a kink event and going to explore themselves and their sexuality and their eroticism are doing it for enjoyment. They are doing it. They have enough stress in their shitty lives where we go to work and we deal with our families and we deal with sometimes our our relationship problems and family problems. The kink and our experience in the dungeon is where we are going to explore. This is supposed to be our fucking Disneyland. And when Disneyland is toxic, like, I won't go to fucking Disneyland because I'm not standing in lines and I'm not going to deal with it. Disneyland now sucks. I won't go. And if my dungeon, which is now my Disneyland, became not fun, why would I why would I pay 15 bucks to go there? Yeah. And the th- the bottom line is you are going to have drama. I'm sorry, but you're not going to get away from it. There there's going to be drama, there's going to be accusations hurled a- at you. Um just weather the storm. I have never ever in the entire time I've been here at the club seen drama that did not eventually dissipate a lot quicker than i thought it would just disappear if you don't get involved in it yeah and and in the end all of that that you went crazy worrying about didn't matter at all because when the dust settled then everybody came back out and just enjoyed themselves again i mean you're right boogie you can't ever forget that this is we're here to have fun we're here to have a good time to get out of the everyday shit that we have to deal with, the obligations, the stuff that we can't get away from. The last thing you want to do is bring that horrible, oppressive atmosphere into a kink community where you're supposed to be having a good time. Let them have it. And there are ways... Go, did cre- Whatever your name well, is. Did you want to say something? <laughs> <laughs> I got like 80 names here. It's okay. We need name tags. There you go. Have it. But it's okay. Uh, it, it, and as far as like bringing people and all that, they are in the long run keeping more and turning more away by their behavior at the club. So I it's better to get rid of them because you're going to find that you will actually end up having more of the good, positive type people that are not going to be that are going to follow the rules of the, of the house. Sure. And and that's in the long run. If they're worried about that or oh, we bring business, no, forget you. Forget. I don't need your business because your business keeps other business away. And you can pre. There are things you can do. And once again, there's no guarantee. We're in Los Angeles. We have talked to other, you know, doing the podcast for a while. We've talked to a lot of other communities and people and how they do it. But once again, our main our main uh, knowledge base is in a bigger community where there's uh, other options and stuff like that. So we'll give advice. You take it or leave it. You know, you ultimately have to make the decision about your own, uh, you know, private event that that you handle, whether it's a munch, a house private party or your own uh, private dungeon. You have to make your own decisions. But there are things that you can do preemptively. My first thing I would always strongly suggest, do not get involved in any online discussion or debate with other people. Ignore every comment because the second you get involved 
it's now junior high school and everyone wants to watch and I watch Threshold tank because we got involved with petty people having petty arguments and it came out online there's never going to be a winner everyone's going to fight and everyone on the outside goes why would I go there why would I go there because obviously they're into petty drama once again I don't need drama in my life what you can do is write a very carefully worded and eloquent post on your site that says, this is the environment we want to create at our place. And if we feel that we can't keep that environment going where people are respectful of each other, then we will step in and end that and leave it at that. And then go on with promoting your dungeon, reaching out to new people, uh, building classes, you know, doing the education, doing the things that make your community better, and the cream will eventually rise to the top. And that's what kind of sucks about being a an organizer of any event. You're going to piss off somebody Someone. at some point. You're you're a target. You have a big old bullseye on your back. You're not going to be the nice guy. You can't be the nice guy. Damn. You're not going to be everybody's everybody. friend. Yes, thank you. And eventually, sometimes, sometimes, not often, sometimes the offending party will kind of wake up. And they'll, because once you say, you know, because right now they have a little power and they go, hey, we make this place, you know? So we fill your place. So they're not going to say anything to me. And sometimes you just got a Dom versus Dom. And you got to just say, hey, you know what? In this place, I'm the winner and you don't get to be here. And I, I am more than happy with working a little extra hard to bring in new people, like Happy said, that are going to respect the rules and respect what's going on. But here, I put in the work. I'm here all the days of the week. I'm doing this event. You're just coming in and playing. So in this situation, you're free to start your own dungeon. You're free to start your own, you know, whatever you're going to do. But here, I'm going to be the boss, and I'm going to take care of my, my members. That's right. You tell them. You give them what for, Boogie. I'll give them what for. I've <laughs> what, kicked a, a lot of people out. There's a butt just sticking up I have there. a really nice on? view from here. Just saying. <laughs> Al's just back there not saying shit. She's just squeezing well, her my, little... My goodness, she's quiet. Squeezing her little <laughs> seagull a little extra harder with her hands between her legs looking no, at no, Bunny's butt. I swear butt I'm not doing anything. Doing nothing over here. Yeah, yeah, right. You can. <laughs> you know, a little open uh, you know, uh, vaginal stroking might be good for the show. Because everybody will be able to see that. Yeah. Right. I'll be able to Look, Perfect for my radio smile format. will be seen across the planet. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I, our listeners won't know it from fresh macaroni. What? Because, well, you know, if you've ever made macaroni and you stir it, like mac and cheese, the sound. Oh, the way mm-hmm. it sounds. Yeah. So if it's a radio format, how are they going to know it's actually pussy activities and not just craft mac and cheese? This is your no. fault. Because, because, I blame you entirely for this. Energy level will you go asked up. me to come. <laughs> As okay. a dedicated guest host, instead there's this menagerie of people doing all kinds of weird stuff under the table and squeezing stuffed animals, and I just don't. And faux hunger behind me. Hunger, hunger, hunger. Bloodcrush. <laughs> His voice gets higher. <laughs> Should we check in with faux hunger? So faux hunger, is there anything going on? Are you even in the chat room? Yes, I'm in both. Is hunger somewhere? No, he's not in either of them. Wow. I don't know did where he, he went. say I'm not going to be no. here? No, he did not. He, no. This is live. Did, did we call? Did everybody call him? He could be lying on and the, make the sure dead. he's not dead. <laughs> like he's like laying on his back, going, "Oh fuck!" 
But he said, no, okay, he's, he's, he's not coming in. Oh, so he did text you. He you did. Didn't well, see it. Mew texted and, and, and I didn't, I didn't get the text. So what he's got some, he's got oh. some family stuff okay. he's got to deal with. So. Well, I suppose okay. we'll excuse Well, now him. that we know that he's uh, not dead, which is very good. Not lying in a ditch. Not lying in a ditch. Like, where would we go? <laughs> Just go look <laughs> for random ditches. <laughs> How many ditches are How many are out ditches there? <laughs> are like fucking in Los Angeles off the 10? That, there's a difference between a pothole and a ditch. Apparently so. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but. It'd have to be a pretty good sized pothole. Hot hole. <laughs> but a big ditch. ditch anyway. We're just like, excuse me, sir, 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 right here, sir. Do you have any ditches we can look in? <laughs> We're looking for our friend. I may be in a ditch. His name is Unger. He's a large fellow. Is it possible he just ditched you? God, the pun. See, <laughs> again, I blame you for this. I didn't Wouldn't turn I off their mic. I felt I sorry for them. Off their mic. Kathy I've, literally I've asked me to come at the last party. <laughs> I did, but like to sit here as a okay. dedicated guest okay, host. Okay, they're off now. This is mayhem. Yes, yes, non-unger. Um, there's talk of a bit of music, um, shackles. and um, What kind of shackles? Um, like shackles freedom? or shackles? Work shackles. They want like, freedom to listen to the voice chat because there's apparently fun times happening, which I can't join. So in. they're talking about emotional shackles, uh, not actual shackles like metal. The work kind. So yes. The they implied... can't listen to the voice chat because they're at work. Oh, oh, oh poor, right. poor babies. Yeah. You mean, because you mean while you're at work, you have to work? That is, that is awful. They should, god damn it. Fucking millennials. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know my work? They totally tell me that if I pull out my cell phone, they're going to dock my pay. Like, they want me here. They're going to pay me, and they're not going to let me use my phone. Didn't you recently get a picture that someone sent you from work of them dressed as a reindeer? No, that wasn't from work. Yeah, she said if if they only knew what I that I get up to at work, if my boss only knew. No, no, I think that was a different picture of somebody taking. Look, when you're going <laughs> on your pee break, uh-huh. and you have your phone, you're on your pee break. You want to take a picture, your vagina, and send it to pervertedpodcast at gmail dot com. That's okay, but when you're working, it is a it it should be fair that your boss expects you to work because they're paying you. What you you don't have a regular job and you're not a boss. Where do you get this information from? Also, like no one gets paid enough to work as hard as they do. Exactly. So. Oh, that is yes. some entitled fucking. <laughs> get your ass on a fucking plane and go to fucking there India. There he goes again. And Jesus Christ! No, we don't get paid <laughs> enough. <laughs> they were also we wondering if I was keeping you on track with time, and they're like, "Oh, Mew normally does that." I'm like, "Mew's in a puddle. She's not up to the task." Mew's <laughs> playing a video game. Oh, what she's playing? She's not even. What does she have? What? Oh, she's timing. She is timing. Now she's timing. She was gaming before. <laughs> Last time she and Al she just both indignantly gave us looked up, up to me and just showed me a stopwatch going, going, "Fuck you, I'm timing. You're a dick." Is that, that what was she all. said? That was all in her eyes. And then she flared her nostrils, which gave me like a threat. You know, like I will dump, I will dump my nose on you again. <laughs> I will nose Ew. launch you. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Shoot. Like a velocity. She has a talent now. She has a talent Ew, I did not disgusting. know about. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what did you just say? Mucus. It's mucus. <laughs> oh. okay, gotta give you, you turned a, on you, the mic, okay? All right, I'll give you a point for that. It's cute. <laughs> it is mucus. Because uh-huh. when she gives a kiss, it's very cute. 
It's a mucus. You just yeah, yeah. You did you just pet her? I did. I did. That's what I do. Also, Unger apparently is alive in chat. He now exists. He has returned. Hi, Unger! Tell him we said hi. Hello, chat, Unger. Welcome, welcome back to the thing. Is that is that? Oh well, I guess we'll just press this now. Put in a pin for our legions of king Until the world figures out we kinda stink But who cares? Cause vaginas are pink Vaginas are what? Pink Pink oh. I mean Sometimes you know, they're brown uh, Yeah, true. on the outside But usually if your vagina is brown on the inside <laughs> Something's wrong I would suggest a clinic A Joseph Sixth something but I think in general, pinkish red on the inside. Yes, outside there's many Excuse different... Excuse me while I blow my nose. Yes, thank you very much. Would you like me to lay down and stand on my back? <laughs> if you don't mind, sure. I don't know. It's cute when Mew does it. <laughs> I don't think it's so cute when I do it. I just... Uh, Bunny just stole my foot. I don't even want to know. Oh, we had a hot fucking scene. Just an amazing bootlick scene. It was fucking great. Did we talk about that on the show? No. Oh, wait, uh, was, maybe. I don't know. I can lose I track know. of your perverted it was, it was a while ago, then yes. No, it was like literally last week. Was it a week ago, Pumpkin? It was last week. Then no, we did not. That was good. It was good. We were just in the room and, oh, man. You know? Oh, it was good. You played a jingle, didn't you? Yeah, Shouldn't I we did. go on to I was it? Thinking of thinking about Because you know what? Let me tell you. If the leather is thin, like I have docks like that I've had for like 25 years, and I don't wear them a lot, so the leather's still in great shape, and the soles are really good. And But it's uh, instead of the shiny leather, it's kind of the textury leather. And when she licks my boot, Kathy? Yeah? I don't know exactly what I'm feeling. Vinny? <laughs> I don't know what I'm feeling, but I can feel it. I can feel the lick. I can even feel like the wetness of it. Like I can feel the texture of her tongue licking the top of my boot. And it's fucking hot. It is it feels so yummy. Oh she Plus, she just popped up. Plus last time it turned really erotic and I was trying to like deep throat like the toe of his boot and stuff. Got really intense. It was amazing. Wow. Okay. Bunny? Yes. I think you need to go into therapy with Bunny. I why you would you? Why today. would you? Why would you kink shame? Are you kink shaming Kathy? Oh, oh my god! You're, if you're telling someone Shame they need the to show. go into therapy because they're into boot, no, I, I think they need to yeah. go into therapy because she's in a relationship with you. Oh, go ahead and backpedal, <laughs> yeah, backpedal out of it. I think it was beautiful. It Anything Bunny does is good. It was good, cool. and maybe the shot of rum that I gave her before that might have helped loosen her up a little bit. Um, <gasps> Did he get you drunk? Well, <laughs> yes, <laughs> kind of. I mean, I was partially very, very spacey and partially a little bit but Boogie, you took advantage of this person. Well, all the other bootlicking times is the same thing. It's been amazing. Oh, the, the other bootlicking times. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite things. Oh, you're so lucky. Pretty lucky. I had no idea. I did not know. I mean, I'd seen a lot of it, and I'd heard a lot of people, you know, from the boot community. I have community heard that they, same thing, yeah. They talk about it, but just, I don't know, obviously just the feeling of connection that, you know, she gets, and just how literally her eyes just, poop, she's gone. And just into that that moment, and it's like, 
it's very surreal because it's like that's this is me and it's a connection with me but it's also just kind of a visceral connection with an object through me and it's you know I'm not a spiritual person anymore but you know it's it's definitely there's 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 definitely an energy that's just way more connecting it's hot cool it, it sounds really really good yeah it's it's amazing like, yes i think everyone should get somebody not bunny but um <laughs> somebody <laughs> that's mine that's my bootlicker she's my little what that's right who's my little bootlicker <laughs> She is the cutest little bootlicker, and there I got my little mucus right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that that look wasn't good. <laughs> well, you called her mucus. That can't she's, be but good. But she's cute. This is how I feel when you call me one if of the knew, many uh, horrendous oh, nicknames you have for me. She's biting. Stop it. Good, Mew. Bite him some more. <laughs> Do it. Stop. <laughs> yeah, bite. You know what's awful? Do it. You know what's the worst? Like, I know. This show? Wow. Said the person who's for weeks now sat in the chair and not made it better. Wasn't she supposed to bring a topic? Um, yeah. My <laughs> entire presence makes this show better. Ah. And I do actually have a couple topics. Reference, reference back to the millennial comment from earlier. Yes. Hey. Yes. <laughs> Got to work. Just can't work and get paid. She does have some topics, and we're going to work on those topics. Yay. It's going to be very close. So, yeah, I guess we were going into... Oh, I was going to tell you um, how awful it is that, you know, because I'm a little fat now, and I'm bald, which means that when my head goes back, I get that little hot dog thing (laughs) in the back of my head. The little credit card slot? Whatever, that little credit card (laughs) hot dog thing. Guess who fucking fiends on my hot dog? Like, she just waits until I'm like, okay, I re- I'm Bunny's asleep a lot. pointing at Mew. <laughs> she, I'm like, I am so tired. And I know that if I tell Mew that I'm really, really tired, that's going to be the night that she turns into a fucking psycho. And she just starts going, yeah. She's got a shit eating She's like a right jockey now. from Left for Dead 2. It's a reference to a video game. And like, she'll just jump on your head and start biting my hot dog. And I'm like, don't, don't eat. Honey, I'm tired. Just don't eat my hot dog. God damn it. She's just... I, I, Chewing I, on me. That's so wrong. I just it don't is. Even know. There, that's that's what love is, Kathy. No, no, love no, is wrong no, shit. Repetitive. No, boogie. Wrong no. on top of wrong on top of wrong, and then it just because like this is what we do. This is you say these things without love, without connection, without intimacy, and it just sounds like awful <sighs> things. But when you do it with all of those elements in there, all of a sudden you're like, well, well, yeah, duh. Huh. He's on to something. Uh, I don't know. Sounds like an easy excuse for a toxic relationship apologist. Are uh, you... Uh, uh, well, as somebody who is not in either of my relationships, <laughs> Lex, first off, um, go fuck yourself. Okay. And second <laughs> off... You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so staring at your boobs now. Now I'm doing it like aggressively. I, I'm like topic. literally boob molesting <laughs> you Didn't in my we, mind. you play a jingle for Legions of Kink? What? I did. Okay. Do you want to do that now or next week? Yeah, no. Why? Thanks. We just do it now. We have. I put a sticker. Did you already? Harley, somewhere, somewhere. Harley Kitten wrote to us and she said, just stumbled onto your podcast on the Player FM app all the way from South Africa. What the hell is the Player FM app? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, it's, it's, it's an awesome. app you can listen to the radio on the internet. Okay. okay. I'm absolutely With. enthralled. My mom walked into my bedroom and asked me what I was hysterically laughing at. I listened to five episodes today. Can't wait to hear the rest. 
and I have passed it on to my local BDSM friends and our local BDSM group. I'd love to donate, but I'm a student, so when I get some spare cash, I'll send some your way. In the meantime, keep up the amazing work. Thanks for the laughs. Please don't send us money. Stay in school. Stay in school. Yes. Please. Buy books. <laughs> Apparently, books are like $800 yes. a book. Correct. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Why well, don't get rid of them? What a game. What That's a only game. One quarter of but books. she didn't say she, it's a she, right? Yes. She didn't say what city in South she, Africa, so I just kind of put it. The sticker by Johannesburg. Okay, you know. just email us back, Harley Kitten. Let us there. know what city. So now we, we just you need, don't have we to, need we more listeners in South air. Africa now because just tell us where and we'll put it. I there. don't want the dot to be in the wrong place, so we just need to spread all of South Africa. Because Are you, you care not about using the stickers I brought now? I do. <laughs> huh? What, what'd you say? Are you not using the stickers I brought? Um, oh, the stickers on top; those are yours. And no, I did not use those. I ordered uh, the white <gasps> stickers that I asked for. So you so, didn't specify white. I, no, stickers. I did. Right. I said them eight times. White stickers. White stickers. Get white stickers. Well, I don't remember. I did. Well, thank. First off, thank you very much for for you know going out and, and looking for stickers. Thank and, you. And that's and I do appreciate. I do appreciate the effort. And just because I had a preference for something and, and that wasn't where you went, that doesn't that invalidate. doesn't negate, it doesn't invalidate the fact that you took an effort. And it was going to be like a whole little lesson thing about thing I was going to teach. I'm not going to get into it. Thank you, um, Al. That was so very nice. So just thank you very you. much for for, for for attempting. I tried. You yes. you did try, and that is that is absolutely uh, good. Yeah. So we have. Uh, so that's yeah, it. that's it. Well, is I that the show? People it. are like, please end. I know. Please <laughs> just end the mayhem. There's people just driving down whatever street, looking in ditches for Unger across the world, <laughs> smashing their head into their steering wheels. That's our, that's our audience. Reevaluating their life choices. Well, we're only yeah. like six minutes over instead of like the 38 there's last not, time. There's no six minutes. We're still... Oh, yeah, I guess we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're not over. We're not over. That's it. Yes. Let's get over with this show, though. All right. Because I got a hell of a song. Yay. And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, Woo! for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. I am feeling way too sick to take a catalog of everybody that's here. So thanks to everybody for li- being here on the show. <laughs> Unger, if you're listening, we want you back. Fo Unger is great, I'm but he's not you. <laughs> we miss if you have you questions, Unger. comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com. So, uh... There's a special person that uh, features saying on this song that uh, I'm about to play. I'm not going to say who it is, but special. Uh-huh. We call him Hurricane. That's her. Hurricane. Hurricane in the house. Drop some lyrics. Drop some. Uh, drop some singing on this next song. Yay. It's a very dirty song called Mama. And we will see you guys next week. I'm leaving all of this. You better.
too flirty.